Views expressed by Northstar do not express legal or investment advice. Programming is brought to you in part by Once Fiduciary. For all of your business planning and family office needs, go to trustonce.com or call them at 307-263-0760. That's 307-263-0760 or trustonce.com. Business credit, a.k.a. how to tie all the four P's together. Hey, hey, it's the professor, the teacher. How we doing? Hey, look, uh, we're doing all right down here, man. We finally got a little rain from about a three to four week drought. And, uh, things are feeling a lot better now, so. Yeah, right, all right. It can't get bad. And about that, any of that heat wave going through there? Uh, oh, yeah, no, we've been getting up to 95 and all that. Uh, it's, it's about far from the uh, in fact, the, the rain was welcome the last couple of days because it dropped us down into the 80s again. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and and I guess in about what three weeks it'll be the longest day of the year, and uh, three or four weeks actually was it the 21st, and then you know that'll that'll spike the heat, and then it'll take forever to come back down. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you won't be able to go wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, so it won't cool off again until uh, basically October. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so, but yeah, we are, we are, uh, we are enjoying it and uh, this little respite, if you will. And, uh, you know, we'll take it. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Well, listen, we got an interesting topic today running out here. We got a um, we got a uh, wonderful uh, topic that I think a lot of people are interested in. And, it, and there's a lot of uh, kind of uh, some crazy information out there about it. So at least we'll get a good chance to uh, straighten it out for our uh, listeners here. And that is business credit. Yes, sir. The mother's milk. <laughs> the mother's milk of business. Yeah, credit is the great great sustenance the blood flow if you will of business that's right that's right yeah no it, and one of the things that i mean our approach that we are going to give actually ties all of the four p's together everything right. that we've talked about it all comes together when you're dealing with business credit right. uh, yeah so um you know it, it it draws upon your your prep uh your preparation uh, draws upon uh, you know what you are willing to pledge and um, and then how you perform and then also uh, how your portfolio is is turning out and all of those things play into uh, business credit so it does become a revolving uh, circle every every one of those four P's has a hand in the next P over and the culmination is business credit which keeps you going Right, right. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So uh, the the way that, and you'll you'll see how it works in just a second, but it all starts when you file your LLC. You want to make sure that you get a business address. A lot of you all will have a brick and mortar business. Others of you will have a virtual office. And if you're going to get a virtual office, do not do a PO box. Uh, do not do uh, a UPS box. Uh, you want to go through either Opus VO, that's Opus Virtual Office, or there's some other Opus VO like companies. And they work very well. And they usually are uh, an added service that certain office owners will use for extra income, but they're giving you usually access to a conference room, a dedicated phone line, and also uh, a mailbox in that office. And so uh, it actually has worked out well for Sam and I uh, in two different locations. We were able to actually get it transferred over to a different location. And uh, I actually went and visited the first one personally. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, and it was a legit uh, spot. We actually had access to the conference room if we wanted it. So that works the best because it presents you as the most legitimate. And then the next thing is, especially for those of you who have filed in anonymous jurisdictions like Wyoming or New Mexico or uh, quasi Nevada, um, then going through to get your DUNS number actually helps out because DUNS actually does provide a public database too of address and a point of uh, con- uh, contact or in care of or a manager. And so you want to use the commercial agent service and you want to use uh, uh, a virtual office like Opus VO. And uh, once you put that into the DUNS database, you can opt to go ahead and pay them now and get a DUNS number right this minute. Or, you know, they'll say that they'll take a while to process it um, I've had mixed results with that and sometimes they've actually went on ahead and just did it without without me paying uh, or you can tell them that you're uh, that you're a government contractor and need a number now and they'll do it without charge and go ahead and get you in after you get that DUNS number you take all that same information and then go to Google Business and put your information in there and they love to have that and then there's another group called Manta, M-A-N-T-A. Hmm. And that's another uh, uh, business database and directory. And so that way, even though you're, you filed an anonymous jurisdiction, uh, these business credit and uh, vendors can actually pull something up. And you don't have to use your name directly on these, uh, on these listings. So, uh, and you want to make sure that you at least set up a minimal website. And if you go through Google just to set up a minimal website, then you can actually get a, you know, you want to go ahead and get a .com uh, email address. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, that the, the Gmail stuff, that works for private folks, but uh, you want to go ahead and get a, get a .com or a domain-based email address. So, now that you've gotten yourself established just through these databases uh, as essentially a legitimate business, okay, uh, 
Opus VO works for American Express. They'll accept the Opus VO uh, uh, address the last time I checked. Mm -hmm. And so you can actually start with what they call Net30, Net60, and Net90 accounts. So these are vendors that sell to businesses. And some of you won't even need some of these accounts. Maybe you actually need to get your stuff from Amazon or uh, maybe you need to get more of your stuff from say Home Depot or Lowe's or something like that. You know, you want to approach them and try to establish a business account, uh, credit account. Uh, 30, 60, and 90 accounts basically indicate the number of days they allow you to float on that credit mm -hmm. before you have to pay it back. And so when you do and you continue to pay it back and you utilize it and pay it back, it actually increases your business credit rating which is a very simplistic rating system it's one to a hundred mm. with a hundred being the being the best so what happens is you keep getting favorable reports and then you keep getting more offers for more business credit and you want to make sure uh that you know especially if you're say a contractor and you need that home depot account make sure you do what you got to do to stay on on uh, track uh, they allow you with their pro accounts to track each project that you're working on and what you purchased for that particular project. Uh, when you check out, utilize that. You want to utilize their pro account. Um, so that way you can move everything through. And it also helps you keep track of stuff because let's say that you are a mechanic or uh, any, any sort of craftsman out there or workman. Uh, you know, sometimes you got people that don't pay you you need access to print those receipts out, include that in a lien and place a lien on whatever asset it was that you worked on, whether it's a car or a house. Hmm. So you wanna make sure that you do that and then you can actually go and get what's called equitable estoppel, which if you get a small claims attorney, just they're gonna file it and basically it holds your creditors at bay and lets them know that somebody stiffed you. Right, right. So, you know, those types of things are what you wanna do, but. You get to the, you start getting to the credit cards, you know, and uh, you want to make sure you use, you use that all for business only and pay those off. But it's very different than personal credit. Personal credit, you have to be very careful about utilization and how it can diminish your, your credit score. Mm -hmm. But utilization does not diminish your business credit score. They love to see you coming. That's, mm -hmm. that's what drives, and they're large amounts. They're staggering. And, right. and, you know, and you can establish uh, the type of trade line, uh, what they call trade lines on your credit report for business in, in you know, six months to a year. It's mm -hmm. so fast. And so next thing you know, you get these huge offers. And I, I mean, I've, I've heard real estate investors swear by stacking credit cards to where they go ahead and just get in the property by stacking a bunch of credit cards. Mm. And then they take, they go ahead and take the cash advance draw, knowing that it's a high interest rate, but they're trying to get in. That's their whole point. So right. they use that for the down payment, not the whole amount. Then they can go to the banks and say, look, I got this much in cash. What can we do now? Right. Um, right. Yeah. So another, another good method too, uh, it ties in, they can tie into your personal. Well, let me backtrack here with this credit card thing, because Let's say that you're on Amazon buying things that you need yeah. uh, and you apply and when you go to check out, they ask you, do you want this Amazon Visa card? 
right mm-hmm. credit card and you start mm-hmm. the application process and a lot of times you'll put in your business information and they'll still get your personal and then they still are trying to run your credit okay because they ask you for your social right when you when you get to that point back out of the application and close out by right. then they typically will have gotten your phone number and email and you're going to get a call directly from mm. them mm. well why did you back out uh mr wall well mm. yeah you know you started asking me for my personal stuff and i wanted this for business mm. well uh, let's see what we could do uh you know and they'll try to keep you on and, and then eventually they're going to go ahead and try to process it for you under your business's name so that way it's there's no recourse to you personally Right. And that's how you keep it all in the LLC. When you're willing to walk away from folks, when they want you to personally guarantee these things, that's when they'll go ahead and ascribe it to your your commercial account. Okay. Right, right. And uh, that's the idea of keeping the two things separate. Um, but uh, even though they're, you know, you're keeping them separate and they're two separate things. Um, you want to treat it the same way you would uh, uh no different than treating your household properly yeah um I, there's a lot of people out there who talk about how wonderful business credit is and all the wonderful things you can do with this credit and you know how you know it's it's life-changing but uh the situation still remains the same if you're running a business and there's no, there's no income in there then uh business credit's not really helping you yeah. because eventually everything has to be paid back and if you're using it and you're using it incorrectly and you're not leaving enough space to where, as we have talked about before, where you're taking care of, you're having a debt servicing account, where you have an, a certain amount of money being earmarked to service any debt that you create and not to go over that number. Well, mm-hmm. then, you know, th- there's no amount of credit that's going to help. It's going to help you get into a good amount of trouble, but it's not going to help you. And when you run into these other places, that talk about, hey, let's hurry up and set up business credit. It's the greatest thing. I mean, you know, you could have 30,000 in credit by tomorrow and look at all these wonderful things you can do with it. I notice all these places don't talk about exactly what is your business generating? You know, what's your ratio of income to debt? Uh, the, The same exact thing that you would do personally, right? Because a business is just another person. And the only difference is, is you gotta manage that person. And if you manage that person the same way you might have, you know, maybe you've handled your personal credit incorrectly, well, then this business credit's going to be the same thing. I've seen plenty of business owners get in trouble. Uh, yeah, I had everything on credit. Yeah, you know what else? You didn't have sales. You didn't have money coming in. You didn't, you know, you didn't have a certain percentage put aside for debt servicing. So, of course, when that bill comes around and you don't pay it, because as as great as business credit is to get into, it can also get ruined quickly. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, some interesting things you said there. I don't think people are as familiar with the uh, the uh, some of the names of some of the uh, creditors uh, or some of the credit agencies that report on some of the business credit. Right. So you mentioned Dun and Bradstreet. Um, Experian has a uh, business uh, section and so does Equifax. Equifax has a small business section, you know, and and that's just some of them. There's quite a bit that will report. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Mostly it is done in Bradstreet. They got the biggest pie of Mm -hmm. all of the, you know, but yeah, uh, Equifax and 
and uh, oh goodness, you just said the other name. Uh, uh, Experian Business. Experience, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Experience and Equifax, they're they're good too. I mean, they people turn to them for the business aspect too, but definitely mm-hmm. Dun and Bradstreet is the largest. Yes, out of, out of all of them, and so you you got to make sure you go to them first, uh, and then the others are good too. Dun and Bradstreet is is great for two reasons because it legitimizes your business information. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, your your virtual office address, and phone number and website, and, mm-hmm. you know, the general email, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all, all of that gets legitimized on them. And so when they're able to bring up your information, say later on at, uh, at uh, say Home Depot or Lowe's or the, you know, the restaurant depot, uh, that kind of thing, uh, able to find that find that information and figure out you know who to blow who to keep uh accountable at the at the llc right right yeah yeah this is uh uh, uh another important note that's uh that's clear too is that when you're a business sometimes this hits new business owners as a shock there's no more freebies as a consumer so whereas there's the uh, Fair Credit Reporting Act, which uh, basically means that, you know, as an individual consumer, you're entitled to, uh, I believe it's one a year still of each of your credit reports from the credit reporting agency. However, that rule doesn't apply for businesses. No. So you're going to have to pay if you want to see your credit report uh, for your business. That's right. That's absolutely yeah. right. And, yeah. and you're going to have to continue to monitor it and everything else because, uh, you know, that's how you pick up on uh, employee, you know, wayward employees and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's your first step to forensic accounting. And yes. uh, and eventually, you know, uh, if things still don't feel right to you, trust your instincts. Right. And, and then you go ahead and, and uh, you know, consult with your bank. Um sometimes we go paperless and so as a result we're not always keeping up with line items and we're thinking man i thought i had a lot more than that right things are you know and if you're starting to feel that way constantly that that's a trigger that's your instincts are telling you something Mm -hmm. Uh, and that comes from having that intimate knowledge of not going to zero and having some sort of budget and expectations like like uh like you talk about sam right right exactly exactly you know, and, and, and having it set up, you know, really you should you should have a good feel of cash flow. And I guess that's another podcast we can get into. I mean, you should have a good feel of your cash flow through your business. So you should start to feel weird things going on if that cash flow isn't lining up right. But um, outside of that, like you said, uh, you want to check it. And yes, you know, unfortunately, as a business, you know, these are some of the little things that people don't understand about us small business owners here is that, yeah, we pay for everything. There's no more free bank account. There's no more free anything. Everybody expects you to pay because, you know, after all, you're a business. Yeah. And um, so having that on track is important. But um, this credit that you're talking about, uh, if we could take it back to where we spoke about pledge, this is the importance of pledge right? That I I have something that I can pull against that allows me to keep my business running, right? Maybe I have a tight month or a down month, or maybe, you know, I'm waiting on 30 days to collect my payment, but I need to get things done and keep my business afloat. This is an excellent way to do it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it is. It is definitely, uh, it is definitely the difference between a more successful operation 
And unfortunately, this is something that's not taught to us as a community, but the larger companies out there, uh, that's the that's the difference. They can stay afloat longer because right. they can tap those lines uh, because your revenue comes and goes in waves, typically right. in most businesses. It comes, mm-hmm. in, you know, and every business has a high and low season and, and everything is cyclical and wave-based. So you got to have that in play. And that's where that's where it all ties together right because if you've got revenue here's another Mm -hmm. thing that's where cabbage and blue vine they can all tap into through plaid your account your business account and they Mm -hmm. can see how much you gross and bring in so that determines how much uh of credit they can extend to you so even if you're even if you are a a taco truck right Mm -hmm. now you have something to pledge against your collateral is your sales right and so now you have a credit line to where, you know, if you got, you know, just uh, two employees or maybe a generator goes out uh, and you got to do something to your fridge on the on the inside to hold your ingredients down, you know, that kind of thing. All those things can be can be covered through that. And then, of course, now you got more than one taco truck. So now you can take that whole fleet of trucks and collateralize it, uh, you know, to to get that brick and mortar place. If you right. if you got to make that move, uh, right. definitely want to own that, and you're gonna mm-hmm. put you're gonna wind up with that uh, brick and mortar places being the collateral for your commercial mortgage, mm-hmm. right? And that works for you one way or another because if your business fails, then you can still own it and rent it out to the next person that's ready to come in, right? You know, so there's the but yeah, so uh, that's why all of that is related. What you pledge how you end up performing with your sales and then how you end up looking at your total portfolio and and getting a grasp on the larger picture and where you're going and and which then can be collateralized further for bigger strategic moves right that's right that's right yeah. and as you said that 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 cash flow is 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 some of the most powerful thing you can pledge because when when banks, creditors, uh, uh, potential lenders, hard money lenders, when they see that cash flow, and they can determine that you know, hey, there's enough money coming in here, and, and there's a possibility for me to make things, then absolutely, you know, starts to open up uh, a world to you. Um, the other beautiful thing about credit is that I don't have to give away any equity in my company when I need to get a little capital to keep going. You know, if I need a quick five or 10 grand, I don't have to constantly sell out pieces of my business uh, to maintain or grab some capital. That's right. Yeah, you can even you can even leverage on you can actually develop loans and use your accounts receivable Mm -hmm. as collateral. Yes, because once that creditor takes your accounts receivables over, then that actual account is going to be forced to pay two times over. Right. They're, they're going to be, they cannot get out of it uh, short of bankruptcy right. um, and, and out of paying that account. So that's why uh, accounts receivable are also uh, uh, adequate collateral for loans too. And again, just it just gives you that extra water to float on. That's what you want. Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, very powerful. Now, um, also another thing on um, on business credit that uh, you put up that was um, interesting was the fact that the um, that utilization 
is a good thing. It's it's actually encouraged, right? As opposed to as normal consumer credit, you'd have uh, you know anything over about thirty percent utilization really starts to adversely affect. So they want you to have credit, but don't don't use it too much, right? Mm-hmm. And but it works opposite on the business side, where you're actually rewarded for the use of credit. That's right. But for business purposes, you don't want to get into going to lunch with it, you know, <laughs> too many times, you know. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Because I can't I can't stress it enough. You know, there are just tons of people out there. It's like, hey, we can get you your business credit and get you set up. And then all of a sudden you got all this money. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's really the purpose of the business is to generate a profit, um, you know, and we can use this as a tool. But like you said, you could get caught up in, the, you know, Let's uh, let's take some people to lunch. Let's take some people to think we go. You know, I got to stress again, uh, fiscal responsibility over this stuff is paramount. Uh, this is always a two edged sword, just like personal credit. You know, yeah. it could help you or it could hurt you. And, right. and, you know, and it works exponentially, you know. So, yeah. you know, you also got to remember that you're making interest payments on this and you're making quite a large amount of, of uh, you'll be making quite a large amount of interest payments. and. You know, after a while, you have to look at this. You have to be creating enough profitability that covers that, right? right. Otherwise, your bottom line could be looking kind of shady. You're just working really, really hard to pay back the credit cards or to pay back your business credit and not actually generating any money, you know, to enhance your lifestyle or build what you were trying to build. Yeah, you you don't want to put yourself in a position to where you feel like you got to coerce and bamboozle customers to get them in the door because you got to pay something back that you know you should not have taken out and right. used, you know, uh, and should have saved it for something better. So, right. you know, uh, yeah, that's, uh, there, there was, there was this old, um, this old lobbyist in Austin mm. and he gave me the most twisted advice ever. I thank God I didn't listen to him. Mm-hmm. He said, when I felt like times were getting lean, he said, the first thing I do is go out and buy me a new Cadillac. Yeah. And everybody started laughing. He said, well, see, now that motivated me to get up and have to go, you know, hustle up some clients and get some business deals done. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it was like, OK, I kind of see what you're saying here, but no, uh-uh. <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> you that was that was universal advice back then when we were just basically, you know, stock pushers on the floor and nobody really trading any side, but we were just glorified salesmen. Uh, same advice. That was the whole thing. You know, the guy there used to say, oh, yeah, uh, get these guys credit cards. We'll get you credit cards. We'll get you this. And he said, yeah, same, same kind of wicked advice. He goes, oh, no, he goes, you know, you, you want to keep your sales force in some kind of debt because now they're motivated. Right. So, you know, you get, you know, we're young in 1920. You get us, you know, hey, you can make all this money and uh, you make sure you get them a credit card. And you, yeah, go out and buy that watch. Go out and buy that thing. You know what? You need a good suit to be in here. And you know what? You got a credit card bill, you know, and before you know it, you know, you got a couple thousand. You got to make a you know, you got to make payments monthly. And all of a sudden you got to do it. And the more money you made, the more stuff they wanted you to buy, yeah. you know, That's and right. these guys come out, they'd have their fancy cars. They have their their fancy uh, whatchamacallits and they'll be out there and, you know, and he was like, no, that's great because now they're motivated. They will die before mm-hmm. they get off that phone and not get a sale. That's right. No. And and let them fool around and get a wife and some some kids 
And, yeah. they, and they know they got him over the lap. I mean, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, had the big, big wedding. Oh, even bigger. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to you gotta send out invitations to the old country for that wedding. You know, make sure everybody gets in. That's you right. Know? That's right. You know? And, uh, yeah, and, and basically, I guess the, the moral of that story is that you're the master of your own hamster wheel as far as that's concerned. That's and right. You, and you want to keep that hamster wheel. It's a it's a larger hamster wheel uh, with business credit, and they give you they give you plenty to run with, and you'll be on there forever. Yeah, uh, if you're not careful. So yeah, exactly. just yeah. Mm hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So you know. So we we love business credit. As a matter of fact, you should be using it. I mean, it's 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 a tool that allows for you know, very efficient use of capital, right? You can put things on credit and use your personal, you know, or the business money to enhance things and move things forward. And, you know, and you can get more investment into, you know, your business or, you know, uh, you know, you can get new equipment right away and expand your business and do all kinds of great things. You know, however, you know, can get yourself into a lot of trouble. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So in wrapping that up, I, I think, um, you know, uh, your business needs to have, like you said, both in preparation and pledge, um, you need to prepare for it. And before you start, you know, going crazy with all these things, um, you should make sure you have something to pledge cash flow, uh, property, something that you can use. And then we can start to look at some of these wonderful things like adding business credit and, and things like that. I think other places, you know, push this up right away. Hey, you got your LLC, you got your thing, hop on done in Bradstreet. Then I heard a guy say, yeah, just go over here to this office supply place and uh, start your net 30. Just buy some things or whatever. Well, I, I, don't, I don't really know if I need anything from there yet, right? Yeah. You know, you know, and, and the focus quickly shifts from hey, how about I provide the best service I can to my customers or, you know, whoever I provide my service or my product to and make sure they're getting the best product and the best experience possible. That's right. And I can start with some simple sales like that and get that up and running. And then as I need to expand, then I can say, hey, now it's time to apply some of this credit to it. Um, and I think that's 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 where a person should start. And then as that comes in, again, we have something to pledge. We can put that to it. This will... This will keep me from getting into trouble. Absolutely. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Like, there's nothing better I can add to that. Mm -hmm. And uh, look, folks, like I said, you know, you, you, you're going to be the master of your own hamster wheel on that. So, uh, but I, I really appreciate uh, what you just said there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, folks, there's another one in the books. Um, there's some business credit. Um, we'll, I'll leave a link or two from uh, the Small Business Association and NAV that's got some of this information contained in there that we talked about. So feel free to take a look at that in the show notes and have a little review of that. And we'll hit you guys up next week. All right, folks. Shout out to Seminola Artistry for all their hard work. We see what you're doing. We appreciate it. We appreciate it as always. Go check it out. And if you guys need any help with your social media or your uh, business presentation or maybe just some content creation, go have a look at SimnalaArtistry.com uh, or uh, Simnala uh, Artistry Administration. The links are out there. We'll even leave the link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah, it's time. It's time to open the gates up for them. They've done a great job for us. So. All right, folks. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. All right.